0: We're back with some more college basketball action here for Wednesday, March 1st. We are finally nearing the end of the college basketball season, which I don't love, but at the same time means March Madness, means all sorts of fun things happening right now. Conference championships coming up, but we got a few games here to close out the regular season still going on. So let's jump right into it. Now we start today's show off in the Big East as Xavier takes on Providence. Xavier comes into this game as the 21st overall team in the High Tibet Power Ranking. Providence is the 32nd overall team, and obviously both these teams have played some very, very good basketball this season. They both come into this game 13-5 and overall in Big East play. Only Marquette has had a better season, and overall, they're two teams who have played very, very well. I mean, Sean Miller's first year here at Xavier has really got this team rocking, offensively speaking, they've been a a dominant team. They've done a great job shooting the basketball, a 56 effective field goal percentage in the year. And they're the fourth best three point shooting team in the entire nation hitting 39.6% from beyond the arc. Boom is a big reason why they've had so much success shooting the ball this season. He leads the team with 16.5 points per game. Now, obviously it's a team in Xavier that hasn't been without some injuries. You know, Fremantle being out kind of wrecked the month of February for this team, you know, led to some games. Um, You know, maybe the Butler game, most notably, that they they struggled in a bit more. But overall, it's a Xavier team that comes off a great win over Seton Hall on Friday night. And and I think this is a game against Providence, a team that they already beat once on the road, um, where they're definitely going to be looking to show up. But Providence has been strong as well, coming to this game, following a great road win on Sunday against Georgetown. And offensively speaking, they're, they're certainly not a bad team. They're, you know, slightly worse off than Xavier, but they've also done a good job shooting the ball, a 52 effective field goal percentage, and they themselves are hitting 35.1% from beyond the arc. And defensively, they're both two teams who are very, very similar. Xavier, the 75th overall team in defensive efficiency, while Providence is the 74th overall team. Shot defense-wise, Providence does have a slight advantage coming into this matchup, only giving up a 48.5 effective field goal percentage and 32.2% from beyond the arc. Xavier, on the other hand, giving up 50.5 and 36 36- one respectfully in those categories but it's a Xavier team that when they push tempo get up and down the court and play their fast style of basketball um, it's a team that has found a lot of success I mean they're the 30th fastest team in the country and Providence is by no means a slow team but more middle of the pack the 180th overall team and I think that's going to be the key to success for Xavier in this game get up and down the court score some points and I think they should have no problem duking it out with Providence here taking Xavier plus three and a half here against Providence Now we head to the A-10 for this next matchup as George Washington takes on Davidson. George Washington comes into this game as the 207th overall team in the high-tip of power ranking. Davidson is the 84th overall team. And, you know, neither one of these teams... We're super successful here this season in a 10 play, but they've both got on quite a decent stretch here in their last few games. Both come into this game on a three-game winning streak. Um, you know, for George Washington, a couple of impressive road wins over St. Bonaventure and Rhode Island get the home victory on Saturday against LaSalle as well. Um, you know, Davidson, a win over Duquesne on Sunday on the road. You know, two teams who have, you know, maybe peaking at the right time. I mean, overall, George Washington 9-7 in conference play. Davidson is 7-9. So neither one of them really, you know, in a ton of hopeful postseason success. But um, nonetheless, two average teams at that. But one area that George Washington has been fairly good in this season is just shooting the basketball. They got a 53.6 effective field goal percentage, and they're hitting 32.7% from beyond the arc. I mean, James Bishop the fourth has really been an outstanding shooter for this George Washington team, putting up 21.6 points per game Brendan Adams though has also been very good 17.7 points per game I mean between the two of them it is a George Washington team that offensively speaking um, can be very very dangerous Davidson though is also a very good shooting team a 51 effective field goal percentage they're also hitting 32.7% from beyond the arc obviously Foster Lawyer um, you know having a great season once again for this team leads them in scoring with 16 points per game and Davidson certainly has an advantage on the defensive side of the ball I mean there's no way around it the George Washington defense has certainly had some struggles this season, giving up a 52.1 effective field goal percentage and 35% from beyond the arc. Davidson um, only allowing a 50.5 effective field goal percentage and 33.1% from beyond the arc. But when George Washington can push tempo and play a faster style of basketball and really rely on that offense to show up and score some points, they have been very successful this season. Um, They're the 80th fastest team in the country, while Davidson a much slower 293rd in the country coming into this game. And Quite honestly, George Washington getting eight and a half points on the road in this game, um, you know, purely based on how well they've been playing. And if they can get that offense moving up and down the court, I see no reason they can't keep this game close. Taking George Washington plus eight and a half here against Davidson. Now, quickly, before we get into the second half of the show, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to HotDipBets.com. we got college basketball, NBA, NHL, UFC, and horse racing picks being posted from the computer model every single day, so make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot HotDipBets main account at Hot HotDipBets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content being posted over there, as well as my personal account at Hot to Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I am putting out, and also on BetStamp where you can get early access to all of my picks and get a notification every single time that I place a bet and last but definitely not least for watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for wednesday and let's get into these final two games now we go to the WAC for this next game as Sam Houston State takes on Stephen F. Austin. Sam Houston State comes into this one as the 121st overall team in the High Tibet Power and King Stephen F. Austin, the 132nd overall team. And, you know, overall, it's two teams that I have really enjoyed watching, really enjoyed betting this season. And it's a conference in the WAC that, for whatever reason, just keeps popping up on my radar um, and, you know, keeps getting my attention here as of late. And this is certainly a high level game in the WAC. I mean, Sam Houston. Houston State has obviously gone on quite a run this season. Overall, have been a very good team, only one loss in their last eleven games. Stephen F. Austin, while they've struggled a bit more down the stretch of the season, do come into this game following a solid win um, over Cal Baptist in their last game. And you know, only one game separates these two teams as far as conference play goes. And and overall, Stephen F. Austin is a very good shooting team, a 52.5 effective field goal percentage, and they're hitting 40% from beyond the arc, the second best three-point shooting team. In the entire nation, but Sam Houston State has also been a very good shooting team this season—a 51.5 effective field goal percentage. They themselves are hitting 39% from beyond the arc, the eighth-best three-point shooting team in the country. And, and in quite Grant, a big reason why um, you know it's been a strong player for Sam Houston State all season long—13.8 points per game for him. Powers um, and Hefner both have you know been strong shooters as well for Sam Houston State, and and overall two good teams on the offensive side of things. But I think the real advantage in this. this. This game is going to come on the defensive side of the ball. The way the Sam Houston state defense has played this season has just been absolutely remarkable i mean they're the 28th overall team in defensive efficiency while Stephen f austin is the 111th overall team and the big reason why they've had success there is sam houston state just slows the game down you know likes to to, to play that slow tempo They're the 324th slowest team in the nation while Stephen f austin the 107th fastest team and it's really just allowed steven or it's really allowed sam houston state um to just excel in the shot defense and, and play very very well you know only giving up a 49 effective field goal percentage and 34.1% from beyond the arc. Stephen F. Austin giving up a 51 effective field goal percentage and thirty-seven point, or 33.7% from beyond the arc. But Sam Houston State has also been really strong defensively rebounding the basketball. They're pulling down 74.8% off the defensive glass. Stephen F. Austin struggling much more in that department, only pulling down 67.4%. They're actually the 328th worst defensive rebounding team in the country. And that's one of the, the biggest problems I have with Stephen F. Austin, Um, it's just how their defense has played while it has shown up in certain spots this season for sure. And and has helped them. They rely much more on their offense. And I think going up against a team like Sam Houston state, who was also very good on the offensive side of things, I think they're going to struggle a bit. I mean, we already saw it a little bit at Sam Houston state in the first meeting, a game that Stephen F Austin ultimately ended up losing by five points. And I think even going on the road here in this game, it's a game that Sam Houston state wins. I'm taking them minus one Oh two here against Stephen F Austin. And finally, we head to Manhattan, Kansas for the final game of the day as Oklahoma takes on Kansas State. Oklahoma comes into this game as the 44th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Kansas State is the 36th overall team. And, you know, for Oklahoma, coming to this game, 4-12 and overall in Big 12 play. They did get the win over Iowa State in their last game, but it's a team that if they played in any other conference would probably be near the top of the conference, but just based on the big 12 and, and where they play um, have struggled a bit more at times this season. And it was a Kansas state team that obviously started the season very, very hot, had some struggles near the middle of big 12 play, but coming to this game following three straight wins, including a great road win against Oklahoma state on Saturday. And overall to Kansas state team that, has just you know vastly exceeded any expectations they had coming into the year. A 51.1 effective field goal percentage in the year, and they're hitting 33.7% from beyond the arc. I mean, obviously, Keontae Johnson coming in, leads the team 17.6 points per game. Noel has also been a very strong scorer with 17 points per game for Kansas State. I mean, between the two of them, um, it's hard to contain what they can do on the offensive side of things, but Oklahoma is a good shooting team in their own right as well. A 53.1 effective field goal percentage, and they're hitting 35% point three percent from beyond the arc grant shurfield is a great player for the sooners team over 16 points per game for him But on the defensive side of things, it's really hard to keep up with what K-State and Jerome Tang have been able to do this season. They've just been such a dominant team on that side of the ball. They're the 13th overall team in defensive efficiency coming into this game, while Oklahoma is the 48th overall team. Um, And their shot defense has just been absolutely remarkable. Kansas State only giving up a 47 effective field goal percentage, and they've held their opponents to 29.1% from beyond the arc. Now, Oklahoma has also had a strong defense, um, but just nowhere comparable to what Kansas State has done when you really break it down giving up a 48 effective field percentage and 30.6% from beyond the arc not to mention Oklahoma really struggles in the turnover department don't do a great job forcing turnovers they're only forcing turnovers on 15.8% of their opponent's possessions while Kansas State forces turnovers on 21.1% of theirs and I really think the fact that that Kansas State you know went in to Norman and lost to this first game a disappointing showing in that game and really how they've turned things around here in the three games since I think at home in this spot it's a prime opportunity for kansas state to really finish the season off strong um on senior night this is just going to be a very very tough environment for oklahoma state or for oklahoma rather to go into and i think kansas state with how well their defense has played um, gets a pretty big win in this one i'm taking kansas state minus six and a half here against oklahoma